You're listening to Winning in the Kingdom Show with your host, number one best-selling international author, teacher, speaker, and businesswoman, Makia Waller. We are discussing how kingdom women win with the Word of God. Join us every Friday for the latest, where we will be discussing how you can receive total victory in all areas of your life. Now, here's your host, Makia Waller. Hey, y'all. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Anybody glad? Awesome. As always, happy Blessed Friday. I want you to listen to this message. And the message is when Jesus crosses over to meet you and drowns what doesn't look like him. Do you know your enemies will drown before your eyes? Yes. You remember, you know, the children of Israel crossed over with Joshua and God departed the Red Sea with the leading of Moses. But what about when you don't have to cross over for yourself and Jesus crosses over to meet you where you are? Well, today I'm about to take you on a ride if you listen long enough on this podcast. So hold on, put your seatbelts on and cruise with me this Friday. Are you ready? Let's ride. So the Bible records God saying to Jeremiah, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. And then God tells Jeremiah in a couple of chapters later, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope in a future. So what I want someone that's listening today to know that just like Jeremiah You have a plan and purpose. God knew you before you were formed in the womb and he knew you and he set you apart and he placed purpose down on the inside of you before you were born. You didn't know you had purpose, but the enemy knew you had purpose. The enemy knew who you would become. That's why you had to go through what you went through and he threw so much at you. You know, and oftentimes, in life now, we think that we're walking in purpose and we're doing what we're called to do. And we're, you know, we think we're supposed we're we're where we're supposed to be. But I want you to listen to me. Don't get it twisted. Oftentimes, what looks like success will not be success at all. Sometimes you can have success that has nothing to do with your purpose. But as kingdom women who win, we need to have success that will bring us into God's purpose for our lives. And when you finally decide to surrender your life to God and you want to walk in that purpose and you're you're moving towards your purpose and you really know in your innermost that you're where you're supposed to be and you start going forth, guess what you're going to be met with? You're going to be met with persecution and opposition. But don't worry. Don't worry about the persecution and opposition. God got that too. So I know that's not standard English, but I don't know no other way to say it. He got you. So persecution basically is designed to kill what's inside of you. It begins when you were born. You know 
when you were raised without that daddy or when your mama was all over the place or when you were raped or touched inappropriately? What about when you were called everything but a child of God? And okay, you can be raised in a dysfunctional family, that jacked up family that you were raised by. It's all designed to kill what God has placed down on the inside of you. Then there's opposition. Opposition is when people try to discredit your ability. They discredit what God has placed on your life. Basically, they're discrediting your anointing. But you know, the persecution or the opposition was never about you. It was about who you would become and who you and how God would use you to influence for his greater good. You see, I know there are some kingdom women winning that are listening to me and that you are going to make an undeniable impact in the lives of others. And see, the enemy was trying to rob you of your destiny and purpose because he knew you would be a trendsetter, a world changer for the kingdom. So I need you to really hear me today. Listen to what I'm saying. The enemy was trying to tell you that you weren't good enough. And he was trying to stop what God had ordained you to become before the foundation of the world. See, the enemy knew you were armed and loaded. He knew you were a world changer at birth for the kingdom of God. And we know the enemy does not want God's kingdom to go forth. So somebody say, but God. The opposition and persecution will cause you to find out what's inside of you. Somebody needs to be praising God that the persecution and opposition pushed them into their purpose. Praise God. Hallelujah. You had to go through it. You had to deal with those situations. And when you finally have gone through those situations and you finally realize you can really truly believe this. Greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. You will stand in the power that God has given you, the Holy Spirit power, and you will work to develop what's inside of you because God, God, God's got you. He has you right where he needs you. You're right in your ordained place with him walking in your purpose and you know what that pain from the persecution that pain from the opposition we will take that pain and throw it at the devil we will give that pain to God the one that can handle it or we'll just get it off of us and we'll just say listen Lord I'm all yours do what you need to do so that I can walk in your purpose so that leads me to um y'all stick with me All right, so I move to um, the book of Mark, chapter 5, and you know the story when Jesus restores a demon-possessed man. The Bible says Jesus and the disciples went across across to the region, and when Jesus got off the boat, a man with an unclean spirit from the tomb came up to meet him. So here it is. Jesus crosses over to meet a man. And when he crosses over to meet a man, the man 
is he basically has an unclean spirit. And the Bible paints the picture of a man. Basically, the, the man was, um, they said the chains couldn't hold him. He was kind of wild. And they said that he was cutting himself. He was sabotaging himself. That unclean spirit had really caused him to feel some kind of way. So, yes, Jesus and the disciples crossed over. And when they got there, they met this man. So you see, you don't have to cross over for yourself. Jesus will cross over and meet you. The man, so he came up, the man came up to Jesus and he says, Jesus, what do you want with me? He came in a posture of worship and, but God looked beyond what the man was saying and he saw that unclean spirit. And what he said next was, well, I'm getting ahead of myself because God saw the unclean spirit. But before we judge this man, what about when Jesus met? Okay. I'm not going to talk about y'all, but what about when he met you? But when he met me, okay, I might have had a jealous spirit. That's an unclean spirit. Backbiting, bitterness in my heart, unforgiveness, gossiping spirit. What about a lying spirit? See, none of that, all of those spirits are contrary to God and what he wants us to carry around in the world. See, we are not called to carry uh, those negative things, the lying, the cheating, the the backbiting, the gossiping, all of that is contrary to the kingdom and you walking in your purpose. So, well, Jesus, getting back to the man with the unclean spirit, well, Jesus calls out the unclean spirit of the man and asks him, he wanted to know what is the name of the unclean spirit's name? And the man that was carrying the unclean spirit, he knew what it what it was because the man said legions for we are many. And so let's just talk about legions because legions are organized, professional, strategic and intentional. They come with a plan to kill, steal and destroy. They want to take your purpose and plan that God has for you and they want to just destroy they want to destroy your life. See, the man with the unclean spirit is a picture of what, how the demons want to destroy your life and how they want to take your purpose from you. But, okay, so but God, but Jesus, when Jesus was about to cast out that unclean spirit, he took one look at that spirit and he said, no, 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 you got to go. So the legions Acts, because they knew that Jesus was about to cast them out. So the legions asked that Jesus cast them into the pigs instead of out of the territory. See, the legions, the enemy knows that God's power is the ultimate power. And when we stand up as real kingdom people, that we can move some things and we can shake some things. And so the, the legion said, Instead of just cast us in the pigs, don't take us out of the territory. And God being the God of the just and the unjust, he honored their request. And so he sent the unclean spirit into the pigs. 
So what happened next? Oh, my. The Bible records that that day, about a thousand pigs rushed in the water and drowned themselves. Oh, my. You think about it. The pigs would rather die than to have that unclean spirit in them. And that's what I was saying in the beginning. Your enemies will drown before you do. So if the pigs don't want to have the unclean spirit, why are we walking around with those unclean spirits? You know, we've got to do some, we've, we've got to start casting out some things. And when we see those things, we got to cast them out too, because we do have the power. Jesus has given us the power as kingdom believers. So this is a picture of what happens when Jesus crosses over to meet you. He cleans you up. He fixes you up because the Bible says that the people had seen this man, this wild man with the unclean spirit. They had seen him. But then when one encounter with Jesus, they didn't even recognize the man. The man was something different. Now they were able, they knew that was the same man, but They said, Lord, what happened to him? See, God had, he had one encounter with God that changed his life. So listen, guys, we have a responsibility because Jesus has done everything that he has come to do. He has already died. He has already rose. He has already left the Holy Spirit. So now what we have to do is take him at his word and we have to work to clean our lives and to give him things. And I'm constantly, I know it's not easy, um, Because people on a daily basis, they do things to hurt you or the enemy tries things. He throws persecution and opposition in your way constantly. But I am constantly giving those things back to Jesus. I am constantly unpacking my suitcase. That's what I call it. Because unpacking your suitcase just means that, guess what? I'm not holding on to that unforgiveness. I'm not holding on to the jealousy. I'm not holding on to the hatred. I'm not holding on. I'm not gossiping about you. I don't have time for that. I've got to be about my father's business and I've got to get on purpose. I got to get in purpose so that I can fulfill the destiny and plan that God has for my life. And I feel that thing so strong for um, someone that's listening. And I just want to read this Bible. Well, not really the Bible. I don't know why I said Bible, but I'm holding the book Winning in the Kingdom. And so it is a prayer in this book, and it's in chapter, the chapter where it says a winning clean house in the kingdom. So the prayer reads, Father, I'm praying for you to touch my hurting heart. I have received emotional wounds. Some of them have been severe. Help me to let you heal those hurts so I can reside in the kingdom and won't become increasingly destructive over time. For you are the Lord who heals. I come to you with the same spirit of helplessness and dependence that Moses had when he was leading your people through through the desert. The people came to to the water, but it was bitter 
and they had nothing to drink. Moses cried out to you, Lord, and you showed him a piece of wood. When he threw it into the water, the water became sweet. In my heart, I bring the wood of the cross, asking that Christ who heals the brokenhearted, binds up my wounds and brings healing to any bitterness he finds in my heart. No matter what pain I've suffered, help me not to give into anger, resentment, unforgiveness, or bitterness, and to become captive to, and help me not to become captive to sin. May my heart not become callous or hard, but renew my heart and refresh it in Christ so that I may be new in your kingdom. Please help me to not lose heart, but allow me to be inwardly renewed day by day. In Jesus' matchless, mighty name, amen. I thank you guys for listening to the Winning in the Kingdom podcast, where kingdom women win. You all have a blessed Friday. You've been listening to the Winning in the Kingdom podcast, where kingdom women win. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Google Play to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please visit Makia Waller at MakiaWaller.com or Kingdom Women Win at KingdomWomenWin.com. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, we have the victory. Let's win.